Was popping, was popping, was popping. Welcome to Nikki and Moose. I'm Nikki. That's Moose. What's up, Moose? What up, y'all? And we're on episode 34. Hey. And I feel like today is going to be a very fun, hilarious. Uh, I don't know. I just feel real good about this episode. We're going to be talking about uh, a little bit of drama with Chrissy Teigen. Just a little bit. We're going to be talking about repurposing with Nicki Minaj. And is Soulja Boy the goat of being viral? I don't know. I, we we may have to break this down. Moose, how are we feeling about this episode? For, first to do everything. Hey, it's uh, it's like, you know, it's like one of those schools almost out uh, type of episodes. Just got to kick back and have a little fun. So I'm excited. Exactly. Let's just get into this intro so you see what we're talking about. Two kids from Queens. Cut from a different cloth. Now, joining forces, helping you to elevate your personal brand. Yeah, I'm talking about Nikki and Moose, bringing you a never-before-seen perspective into the mindset, the mentality, the behaviors, the driving force, but more importantly, the stories behind the people and brands that you know and love the most. And you already know what time it is. It's review of the week. And today we got Killing It. I love this podcast, the flight assessment piece, and how they go into lives of people we know as celebrities helps to bring a fresh perspective. Straight fire. Mm. Shout out to everybody who leaves us a review, who listens watch however you are listening or watching this podcast i don't know how i said that like that but mm-hmm. hey you mm-hmm. know what i mean um we appreciate it keep leaving those reviews we read all of them we appreciate all of them and let's get into this episode so first things first i found a really dope article shout out to uh cj and normally we don't go over these things right but um for my YouTube viewers, you see what we're doing. Our audio people put up an article of a Florida man wins $1 million after both his truck and his wife's car break down. Now, you may be hmm. asking, why are y'all covering this? Y'all don't cover Lotto and anything. Uh, look at the hat, okay? Look at the hat, people. Look, He's wearing yeah, an ET hat. He's wearing an ET hat. Shout out to uh, Curtis Fuller. I think that's his name, Fuller, right? Um, the I just love the quote. It's like, my wife's car broke down a few days ago, and two days after, my truck broke down, said the Jacksonville man in the, new rele- uh, in the news release of the Florida lottery. I think the whole point of this is that, uh, get the hat, people. It's a good look hot. It's limited edition. Shout out to the Grind Gear Store, uh, grindgearstore.com. And hold on, let me, let me. Speaking uh, of which. Yeah, yeah. You, you, see, you see the mug? Speaking of which. You see yeah, the mug? Excuse me. Oh. <clears throat> Audio people, we're taking a sip from our new Nikki and, Nikki and Moose water mug. Water tastes so good. Actually, let me show you the backside of this, though. Hold up. Oh, mm, I got that mm, too. Mm, I got that too. Wait, where is mm, it? You hey. see me, though? You see me, though, with the. What? Come on, with it. Let's so, go. So shout out. I, they they got us some mugs. Uh shout out to the grindgearstore.com. Grind gear. Appreciate y'all. I just I needed to highlight uh the fam because 
Who holds a million dollar check with an ET hat? That is Facts. crazy. That is branding. Facts. We could just look at my Facts. <laughs> you know, I spoke hey. this into existence like six months ago. So no, you know, I'm going to celebrate this one a little bit. And trust me, I know. I know. Shout out to uh, CP, <laughs> DD, and the whole Grind Gear family. But uh, on to more serious news, um, even though I want that $1 million. Uh, Dollar check. Right. I'm just saying. But uh, Chrissy Teigen, uh, for those who don't know her, uh, you may know her as uh, John Legend's wife. You may know her yep. as a model. You may know her as a super influencer, whatever you want. Uh, got into some smoke for about 10 years ago tweets. Follow mm-hmm. me with this. Time celebrity Chrissy Teigen now getting a taste of the left's cancel culture. Multiple retailers distancing themselves from the former model and pulling her cookware line after several startling accusations of cyberbullying from the past resurfaced. One example, reality star Courtney Stodden claims that the former model sent abusive tweets and direct messages when she was only 16 years old, with one shocking private message where Tegan allegedly told Stodden to commit suicide. Mm. So um, I wanted to talk about this because this is the pros and cons about being an influencer, right? Because, though I am not approving the tweets that she's done, right, um, from a long time ago, uh, and how they're labeling it as cyberbullying, I believe the person that she was tweeting was, like, only 16 years old, right? So, clearly, the person now is about 20, 26 or something like that, right? Uh, And... She went in, she was like, yo, I hope you get a dirt nap. Like the craziest things. Now, this was 10 years ago. The, how do I want to put this? I don't like the cyberbullying. I just don't, like it's 10 years ago. Do you not have a PR rep? or somebody on your team to may just like delete some old stuff. Like at a certain point, once you reach a certain height, don't you have a team to comb through your stuff? Granted, the easiest thing to say is like, yo, mind your words. Don't say anything crazy on your platform with thoughts of, you know, becoming a celebrity, becoming a superstar, becoming people who will check on your stuff. We, seen things like this before with Kevin Hart and all that great stuff with, uh, you know, the LBGT uh, community and what he said in the past and how he had to go on a whole, um, whatchamacallit, whole sorry run. What is the, what is those called? The apology tours? He had yeah. to go on a whole situation about that. She has to put out multiple statements as well but the thing that bugs me about this is she got dropped from major deals like she had a a, i think a what a uh, her cookware was on the verge of like signing something 
and they dropped her quick, fast, in a hurry because of things that happened 10 years ago. So what we have to look at is, you know, how do we protect ourselves from this? How do we protect ourselves from maybe the things that we may think in our mind, we use social media to kind of just like, you know what, let me get this out. Let me, you know, let me go on this rant because especially on Twitter, Countless of celebrities have used that for rants, but a lot of them get dug up later. So is it safe to say that, you know, maybe just chill out on the rants, maybe just mm-hmm. keep that to yourself? Like, we're just in a different time. And yes, I could I could honestly say not once again, not downplaying what happened? I do believe those tweets were very offensive. And if you didn't look them up, because I'm not repeating majority of them because they were just crazy. Right. But if you didn't look them up, go look them up. Right. Those tweets were considered cyberbullying. Clearly. However, to sit here and say that in 2021 and on that we are not in a more sensitive time, I, I mean, we, we have to acknowledge that some things that were could be said prior to years, years ago is no longer. But is it fair when a time that not necessarily that it was accepted, but it kind of got blown off that it get, keeps getting brought up in more sensitive times? Is that fair? Well, the thing the thing with Herb is that honestly, she kind of brought it like to herself because. If you follow her on Twitter, she's always used Twitter as a platform to go pretty crazy, mm-hmm. right? Like, I think people probably didn't say nothing because her most recent bashes were towards Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody was taking swings at Donald. So, like, they wasn't really tripping. But it shows that she has a history of this. And now she just got caught. Mm. The, the bigger issue with it is it's just not her lane. You know, like... There's nothing specific to her lane. It has nothing to do with cooking, nothing to do with modeling, nothing to do with growing her brand. So that's like one of those things that I think, you know, you often speak on. It's like, yo, when it comes to branding, stay in your lane. Yes, we want to see your family. Yes, we want to see a personal side to you. We want to see all of those things that make you you. But for the most part, do it within reason and stay in your lane. So I think she had... You know, she had it coming for her because if she did it back in the day and still had, you know, from time to time, she's pretty vocal, especially on Twitter. I think that's what, you know, brought her into this mess, uh, which is unfortunate. But you got to have discipline. I'm with it. I just it's unfortunate to see some of these things being brought up. And you're losing major deals for stuff that you've done 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. But like I said, I think once you if you have the mindset of that, I'm going to get big. This is not just on a viral situation. This is literally my line of work kind of thing. Then I would have to say you have to be mindful from the jump of what you do. You have to be mindful as far as you know, even having a team that could possibly check you, you know, Mm -hmm. 
there should have been people who possibly deleted just some old stuff. They have services to where you could delete your old Twitter joints, especially when you're like you see your success going delete all those tweets like stop delete some of the pictures that you have on some of these social media platforms have like invest in that at some point or take the time to do that at some point we keep seeing things like this over and over again at what point will they you know that's a business and they may have the business like that like uh, just really a like group that. of people who will comb through your social media and delete anything questionable, have meetings mm-hmm. with you. Look, these, these are things we found. Do you want to keep these or not? Mm. This is the pros and cons of that. Someone cash me out a check. Somebody listen. Yeah. Somebody listen to this podcast. Yeah, somebody run with that. Right. And be like, like, yo, we got this thing cooking. Yo, just, uh, that's all I ask. Just get, give credit. That's a good idea do. though. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, that's not that's not something that's really talked about. And it's um, it's important, you know, yeah. because to your point, if you have the intention of going big or just having a large following and that's a desire of yours. We see that the downfall with a lot of these big names, celebrities or influencers is that they typically catch on too late and then they got to come back and say, oh, shoot, I'm sorry, that's not who I am anymore. But if you can avoid that and clearly save yourself money in the mm-hmm. process, because Every single person has lost something. You mentioned Kevin Hart. You know, he was threatened to, I don't know, what he got kicked off the Grammys or something like that. So at, it was at, the, at, he was supposed to host the Oscars. And mm. unless he apologized like again or addressed it again, uh, he wasn't he wasn't going to be able to host it. And he said, I'm not going to, you know, address something from over God knows how many years ago that I've already apologized. Yeah apologize for so yeah yeah yeah. so that you know it's just like you still end up losing something it ends up coming as a chink in your armor so it's like i like that though i don't think i've ever heard somebody say that you know like be proactive and if you have the intention just start cleaning up right now gotta do it Mm -hmm. gotta do it but uh let's get into a, a rapper that i love i do just happens to have the same name as me. Hey. 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 We both from Queens. <laughs> okay, talk hey. about it. Talk about it. Like, like work. You know I mean, um, I just don't look like this. <laughs> my my my. Shout out to Nicki Minaj. Um, we, I meant to to talk about this last week, but you clearly heard last week's episode. We had a lot to talk about, and we actually went over in time this week. I wanted to go over Nicki Minaj re-releasing her mixtapes finally on streaming services, right? So we got a clip of her talking about it, and I'm going to break down why I wanted to bring this up because it's definitely a blueprint we need to pay attention to, especially if you've been doing your craft for quite a few years. I have never, ever in life put my mixtapes on streaming services I, you know a lot of people have done that and i've never done it so what we're doing tonight is we are putting beaming up scotty for the first time ever on streaming services there might be like two or three songs that didn't make the cut for, for whatever reason um but but yeah so for the most part the whole the whole tape is going to be on streaming services now for you guys I wonder what's y'all, what was y'all favorite Beam Me Up Scotty song? 
first off, I okay. just, I just, I just love Nicki Minaj. I just the, I don't audio people. I don't know if you you caught that. Video people probably didn't. Uh, you just heard the change, just clink, yeah, clink, clink. Right, right. It's just a clink, clink, clink. Like that was taking over. Like I was like, oh, okay, all right. You know, yeah. I'll just rock my little one chain too. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Um, Moose, what did you think about the re-release kind of like Nicki Minaj was known in the very beginning for the mixtapes, like a lot of uh, earlier rappers Mm -hmm. for what they've done for the free mixtapes. I think actually at her era, they were selling it for like five dollars or something. But the fact that when streaming came out and she didn't put it out like other people and, and now years later, what do you think is about to happen? This is this is one of my favorite things to see where someone who has had traditional success adapt to the times of the new era. Right. So Nicki Minaj, I'm sure she's went platinum and got all these types of crazy awards for her success doing it the traditional way. Right. Just press tours or touring and all this type of stuff, right? I probably caught a little bit of social media, but I think for the most part, not. I wouldn't compare her to, uh, what's the other girl's name? Meg Thee Stallion. I feel like she's more of like a social media era artist. Mm-hmm. Nikki was just before it, right? But to see her kind of like catch on to the trend and say, you know what, let me come back and try something new. I love it. So I love to see I'm people kind of- you mentioned Meg before Cardi. Oh, it's a good point. That's a good mm. point. I only say that because I, I just remember that one time that I was singing that one song and you were like, whoa, why are you singing Meg Thee Stallion's song? And I'm like, no, 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 that's not that song. You remember? I don't know if you remember. We was like dying oh before the podcast. Oh, my God. He, Moose yep. was don't trying to him. sing don't so, so no, innocent. No, no, I don't even no, remember no. the song. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I don't remember the song. I know it happened. He was singing yeah, it yeah, so, yeah. so but innocently. it wasn't her song. Yeah, it, it wasn't her song. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, no one knows who it was, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, nah. But but I'm just saying, like, you know, if, if that came a move from a Cardi or a Meg, I would be like, oh, yeah, that's normal. Like they really blew up in this era. But Nicki Minaj had more of that traditional success. To, so to see someone adapting with the times and I think it's smart on her part. She's recycling something so she doesn't have to recreate something new. So mm. we've mentioned it on the podcast multiple times. Don't be afraid to test things out. And it's a brilliant way to test on something you already have created. So you don't put the effort into something new and it doesn't really get the reward that you want or the hit that you want. So it's smart to recycle something that you currently already did and then just put it out in a new format to see what the response is. So I'm really a big fan of this move. I agree. I agree. I would have to say that I think this is the beginning of something bigger. The reason why I say that is because Nicki Minaj has been uh, absent for a little bit. Uh, Shout out to her. She has an amazing uh, baby boy, right? I think it's called Papa Bear. Like the cutest, chubbiest kid I've seen, right? Um, And then clearly with some family issues between her husband and, you know, the passing of her father and I think some situations with her brother there's just been a lot of things that's been going on with Nicki Minaj right so what better way to come back and let's start off with something light right 
let's do, let's re-release my mixtape. Let me put some new songs. Let me put the biggest artists on my mixtape, a.k.a. Lil Wayne and Drake. Right? Let me, let me put them, let me put them on real quick. Let me get about 80K on my first week. But to sit here and say that new music isn't coming out, I I can't say that I don't believe that this is the start of a rollout. I can't sit Mm. here and say that this is a strategic financial move of first, let me feed the people. Right. Get money off of the mixtapes that I didn't make money off of before. I didn't take advantage of the streaming services before with my mixtapes. And back then, mixtapes were good to tour with. I put the music out. I get known. Right. And then I go on tour and make my money. Now I can make my money off of streaming with my mixtapes. So she's taking that angle while because people been asking, where is Nicki Minaj? We've seen countless of female artists uh, pop up in her, you know, in her being low key because of her pregnancy and, and her first kid. So we have people like Cardi. We have Meg Thee Stallion. We have City Girls. We have a bunch of other uh, famous female rappers that have came out. Right. But now she's like. Let me, let me come back to the scene, right? And if you've seen her social media, new pictures are coming out like you saw earlier, right? Um, she's rolling around in what we assume on her big, in her big mansion with, the, with a new car, playing some music, you know. And I just think this is something that we could look at and be like, what do, if I have something new coming out, Right. What do I have in, you know, in the archives that I can bring back Mm, that clearly was successful at the time? Bring back, put a new rapper on it, not literally rapper like the artist, but like kind of just giving it a new look and a new feel. Add some two new three things right onto it and re-release it. So the people are aware that I'm back. The people are aware that, you know, I'm, I'm being present again. And so when I do drop something new, this isn't, this isn't new, right. right? This is now I'm starting to stay in people's faces and getting you to know who I am again, because maybe some people forgot. Maybe some people don't understand what I put out before. Let me do that. You know, uh, shout out to Versus because they've made, you know, old songs and, you know, old goodies come back to life. So now we're already in the mentality of let me check out some old songs. Let me check out old catalogs and, and listen to it. So. Maybe she's doing her own rounds of like, yo, check my back catalog before I drop something new. So I think what what Nikki is doing is is clearly showing us uh, a really dope way to repurpose, whether it's content, whether it is products and services, give it a new vibe and feed the people, make a few bucks while doing it. Right. Yeah. Um. 
maybe, you know, go on other platforms and get on some new features, whatever it is. Like, I think she's going to be start becoming more active, which, you know, we're looking forward to because anytime Nicki Minaj does something, it's always entertaining as some yeah, yeah. way, shape or form. Right. You, you got to give her flowers like there was little Kim Foxy Brown and Nicki Minaj. Like yeah, no, you gotta, she's talented. Yeah. She's you a very talented give her artist, too. Oh, absolutely. She got bars. She's from Queens. Yeah. You know what I mean, hey. Queens. So, hey. um, I listened to the to the mixtape once again. Of course, the new track with uh, Drake and and Lil Wayne is definitely a banger. Of course, but I'm looking forward to what Nicki Minaj is going to do. I really am. But that's just me. Now let's get into some fun vibes um, because. <laughs> Okay, backstory of where this is coming from. So I went on IG Live uh, this past week and was talking about the importance of going viral and like, mm-hmm. are you prepared, right? And then this particular name came up and I was like, man, at the end of the day, I don't care what nobody says. Soldier Boy is the king of viral. <laughs> king, right? So... Uh, this kind of just got tweeted out while this was being recorded. Uh, Soldier Boy versus Bow Wow versus it is official. Now, mm. um, y'all know we are big fans of the versus battle. I don't. I would watch this. I think this is going to be extremely, extremely, extremely entertaining. Um, Bow Wow has. Uh, has his, so this is the thing, right? I was having this conversation. So there is like, I want to say two errors, right? Mm -hmm. Now in our era, we saw like Soldier Boy and Bow Wow come up, right? Right. And I think our era will be confident enough to say that we think that uh, Bow Wow is a little lame for some of the moves that he's made, right? Not that he's lame as a totality. I think Shad Moss is amazing. I think the character Bow Wow has made some few mistakes with the fake jets and all that great stuff with the Bow Wow challenge and all that great. But the era before us Thought Bow Wow and Soldier Boy was on top of the world. He was Bow Wow was Mister One Hundred Six in Park and was number one forever in a day. And I was so confused yeah. why, right? Mm-hmm. Soldier Boy has been relevant. This is the thing, and this is where I really want to go with this. Soldier Boy put out Crank That in two thousand and eight, and we are still talking crazy. about Soldier Boy. That's that crazy. has to get talked about. That has like, that's nothing light. Like 2008, there's been multiple artists, multiple people that have came out in 2008 and prior to and whatever. And we're not talking about them at all in whatever level. Right now, that's the that's the conversation that I really want to have, because it's not like I this is what I put. Soldier Soldier Boy is like a successful joke, 
a very successful <laughs> joke, right? And I got a clip of him at least acknowledging that he is a successful joke. I look at memes and viral go hand in hand. If you get turned into a meme, you're viral. If you're viral, you're damn near a meme. Yeah, Drake! <laughs> Drake! <laughs> the n got body by Pusha T? The is hiding his kid from the world, but his world wanna hide from the kid? Arby Graham in the wheelchair. Drake! <laughs> Drake? Drake! So, wow. um, this is where I wanna go with this. Like, I think he realizes how to stay current on the internet, okay? He learned very young of the importance of the internet before anybody really figured it out, right? And he started a lot of things. Now, what we give him credit for is a different story, right? But let's just break down how he started and like what he's doing right now. So with with Crank That, that was a song and a dance that everybody still till this day is doing, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't care what race you were, I don't care what nationality, language you speak, where you from, you did that soldier boy dance or you at least seen it, okay? So to to that point of understanding that when I come out with a song and I come out with a catchy uh, dance that everybody can do, nothing too complex like all these choreographing and all that great stuff. Like if I do something simple that I get the kids to do and the adults to do, this is going to last a bit, right? Now we're in 2021. He sees, you know what? TikTok is the way to go and they're doing dances. Let me make a song that is probably catchy about 15 to 30 seconds clip that I know people will make a dance from make a dance, let that go viral in TikTok. And now from 2008 to 2021, I am still relevant and being talked about now. Clearly there's other stuff that my man has been doing where we remember that he was him and him and Bow Wow were beefing at one point, right? We remember him trying to do a boxing match with Chris Brown, right? Of course, like you heard and saw, got on the uh on the Breakfast Club and doing the whole Drake and also starting this narrative of that he started everything, which I have a clip of that too. I created Nicki Minaj Twitter for her. I introduced y'all to the internet. I was the first artist to work with Demigos. I'm the reason why it's Apple Music and Spotify. I'm the reason there's Lil Pumps. I'm the first rapper to come out with a video game. So I discovered Chief Keef. Richard Keef used to sleep on my couch. I was the first artist on YouTube. Quavo met Travis Scott at my house. Why you think you got an Instagram? That's me. I'm the hottest rapper in the game right now. I don't know that that's a fact, but in your mind, it... <laughs> I don't know so, if that's a fact. Right. So th this is my thing. Um, the one thing about branding, right, that is like an unspoken rule is that you want to be first 
in what you do. So people can talk about you. So you could be known as whether the godfather of it or whatever it is. Like you, you are the first you beat to it right now. If you are claiming that you are number one, that's why a lot of people is either clowning or maybe somewhat giving credit to Soldier Boy because he's saying he is number one in everything. Everything. Every <laughs> single thing. Now, what yeah. is true is not is the, is you know separate, but there's some things that he's pointed out that makes a little bit of sense. Like there was a song that what was it Ariana Grande made that uh, she took from Soldier Boy, right? And didn't give credit. The one person who actually gave credit to um, Soldier Boy was Beyonce. The uh. one of his songs used one of her one of his bars, paid him, and that was great. Now, what Ariana Grande did didn't give credit. Nothing like that. Uh, of course, the whole Drake thing with "Kiss Me Through the Phone" that Soldier Boy did, and then. Drake took his flow. Now, being the first rapper to do this, that, and a third, that's a different topic, right? But I will say, I could almost confidently say that he is the king of memes, right? He's definitely the king of memes. Uh, I think that Drake one is going to last for years and years. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, That's going into the Hall of Fame of memes. Right, right. But like with with Soldier Boy, we have to look at what he's done and how he stays the king of viral. So there's two things that I see. There's I create a formula when it comes to songs and what makes those viral. And then I have the controversy ways that may mess up my reputation or not, but it's going to continue to get people to speak about me. And it is what it is, right? So he was one of the top people to be known as a troll. He was calling out every rapper before uh, 6 9 did, okay? He was trying to fight everybody, hence why he was going to do a boxing match with Chris Brown. He was trying to fight everybody, right? And... I don't think necessarily the controversy way has really worked out for him more than just what he's been known for, which is the music and the dances. I think those we could safely say that we will always remember Soldier Boy for the the crank that song and dance. Right. Yeah. I, I think we could say that confidently. Right. Now. To say he's the first in everything, eh, you know, it's fun. It's fun to say. It's fun to do, right? But it shows people will talk about you. People will check you if you are the first of that. If you are saying that you are the first and the importance of being first in the things you do. Like, I think er, the rappers now actually have given credit to soldier boy like yo leave soldier boy alone he was the first to do this. like i don't know anybody else who's saying big draco all that stuff right now we may think 
you're a little lame, my guy. What's what's going on? What you doing? Are you on drugs right. again? What's happening? But you can't. You got to give credit where credit is due. He he has this formula down pack, and what can we learn from him for us to be relevant? Not maybe necessarily necessarily viral, because I feel like viral or moments, and you only remember those particular moments. He has, like I continue to say, has mastered viral so that he's the, his moments are almost like every couple of years. So we don't forget him, but we're constantly speaking of Soldier Boy, whether it's good or bad. But, I, right. you know, w- yeah. what do you think? Yeah, no, I think, um, you know, it, it's funny. Of course, everyone is going to have their own way of doing things. But I think for him specifically, the thing that stands out is clearly, clearly he's mastered how to get people's attention. You know, because it's like it, that is a currency. In, mm-hmm. in, in the branding world, in, in entrepreneurship or in business, having the ability to command people's attention or get people's attention is a, is, a, is a very difficult thing to do, especially in today's era. And it's a phenomenal skill set or a bonus to have if you can do it. So clearly he's able to do that in a way that's probably not the most popular, especially if you're someone who cares to do things the right way or wants to, you know, protect how you look for him. He's not necessarily concerned about what people say. Uh, if, you know, they joke on him for being the first or not, uh, like even in the interview, like you got to think about that. Typically when someone's interviewing you for the most part, they are asking you questions to project you in a positive light again, for the <laughs> most part. So here, here goes my man interviewing him. And at the very end says, uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> right. Like, I don't know if I can agree with you on you being the first to do all of these things. Right. Right. So clear, clearly he's putting himself in a position where he's just like, look, I'm going to say whatever it is I need to say to get attention. I'm going to do uh, whatever I need to do to make sure I keep uh, things rolling from my side. So, you know, again, is it the most popular way of going about things? No. But to your point, if if it comes down to a moment that you really need some extra attention, I hate to say it, but it is an option. You you can pull the soldier boy route. So I w- I would have to go almost comparing like what is the difference between a what did soldier boy do right with trolling everybody compared to a 69. Right? Now it's clear as day is what's different, but I, I'm I want to point out one thing. I think what's different between Soldier Boy and Six Nine, as far as calling people out and saying I do this and saying I do that, is that Soldier Boy will do it and then kind of like fall back and like disappear right. for a little bit and then come right. back, right? Whereas what Six Nine did was OD a little bit too much, right? Right. Diggy took trolling to a whole new level and it got him caught up in clearly some legal issues and just credibility altogether. Right. Even though Soldier Boy is a huge troll and we don't know what's right or wrong with him. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't believe Soldier's credibility is too shot. Like right. he could still come back. Anytime that he wants and people are like, 
Yeah, with Soldier. What do you got to like, say? Yeah. It, 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 this is this is what he does, right? But he makes a lot of money. Like there was a point where his website, the Soldier Boy website, was making millions of dollars. Like he, I think he's into gaming too, right? He's, he's like into big gaming, in the gaming world, right? Yeah. Um, he's now saying crypto advice and things like that. Like he is, he. He's a very early adapter to certain things. Maybe not in the best execution way, right? But he is on certain things early. And I got to give it to him. I do, but some of the things that I want to take away from it is how can we claim that we are first in something? That has credibility clearly, right? Because if Soldier Boy is claiming I've done this, that, and a third, right? I'm the first one to have a a, a figurine. Travis Scott isn't it, isn't it? It's me. I'm the first one to go on a record label. I'm like he just claims the most wildest things, right? But how can we, when it comes to our business? Claim that we are the first because that's what gets people talking. Like, yeah. oh, you're the first one, so let me check it out. Let me look at it, right? And it brings us extra credibility. And like we've said before, it brings a sense of leadership because I don't necessarily have to compete with this particular industry because. I'm the first to do this and I've claimed my spot in this leadership because there's no nothing else. Right. So I believe that's what soldier was doing. Now, did it work? I don't know, but you know, we're still talking about him We're he's right. on, we're speaking about him on this podcast. Well, clearly because he's doing a versus battle, but he's been for, it's not light. 2008. That's not yeah, light. Yeah, no, that's crazy. You're talking 13 years. That's uh, that's big. Right. So it's like, how do we become first? How yeah. do how do we make that claim with truth and with credibility? What are some of the steps that we have to do to go to when we get interviewed, when we you know, get asked these particular questions to say, yo, I'm the first to do this. And here's some receipts. Like, what, what yeah. do you think would do that? I think, I think you spoke on it before, but uh, if I could simplify it, it's probably three steps. Niche down, take action and promote your activity. So you talked about uh, if you are in a lane that has a lot of competition Create your own lane so you can become the leader or the first in that space, right? So then you kind of create a whole new category and you can kind of become the one running ship in that. So if you niche down, you kind of create your own category. You take action by doing something, right? Like I, I think the reason why Soldier Boy is able to talk the way he is, is because he's doing something, right? He 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 accomplished something. He had that boy. He had that one song out, right? Or he, he's done something. He's taken some level of activity so that he can come out today and talk on it. And then he's promoting it. He's going out there and talking about it. 
So he's not waiting for people to come and talk to him and say, hey, so what have you done recently? Or, you know, and that's the beautiful thing about access to social platforms today is that you can actually promote yourself. Like that's what they are for. The platforms are for you to spread and kind of share your message worldwide and really talk about it, you know, without having to command so much attention for then to then start speaking about it. So I think that's, that's how I can simplify it. If I can make it very practical, it's like, yo, niche down, get deep enough where you're like above the main source mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and then do something that, you know, is, is worth notable or it's worth noting. It's, it's like you actually took action and then go out there and talk about it because that, that's the only way that people can at least start gaining interest. Now, I do believe that some people have some, I don't want to say undeniable, but definitely some unique skill sets, right? Like mm-hmm. they have the confidence, they have just like these intangible characteristics that just command attention, right? Like when you look at a Nicki Minaj or when you look at a Soldier Boy, like they just have something about them that makes you, even if you, like I always, I always, I don't know if you ever think about this, but you ever come across somebody and you're listening to them and you're like, this is like the craziest thing ever, but you're still intrigued to listen. Like you probably disagree with how they look or what they're saying or anything, but for whatever reason, it's captivating you to continue to listen. Yeah. So I think part of it is that when it comes to being able to create, you know, this, this, this attention or getting people to really listen to you, it's figuring out what is it about you that makes you captivating and really leaning into that a little bit more because the right people will listen, especially if they're interested in that thing or, or they're in, in interested in that thing that you have. And that's the part of it that I think is real because oftentimes you hear people talk about uh, you know, like we, we've heard with E often say, your, the sh- uh, your sheep will hear your voice, which yeah. is really a saying of uh, the people who are like you are going to listen to you in a sense. Mm-hmm. But there's also people who may not be like you, but are attracted or find what that thing that you have or do to be something that's really, you know, unique in a sense. That they, that they will come to. So it's not always about bringing people to you who are just like you. Sometimes you may get attract people who are not like you at all, but they're just intrigued to that tangible or, or you know, that unique substance that you have. So I think a big part of it is, is figuring that part out too. I like it. I like it. Um, shout out to Soldier Boy for us still talking about you yeah, so many years, years later. later. Yeah, like... But it, like I said, he's mastered the controversy way. He's mastered, you know, the regular, you know, uh, song way, dance way. He's just he knows what to do. And we have to give him his flowers. He has demanded his flowers multiple times. We're going to give you that over here in Nikki and Moose. Um and if you ever want to jump on Nicki and Moose and talk about it, why not? Same. Yeah. Why not? Come on in. Why Come not? Come on in. Um, but I got one more thing. You know, sometimes I try to, like, find something deep to, like, wow Moose and everything like that. <laughs> um, hopefully I found one. Let's go. People think the e- easiest part of a harvest is the harvest. He's like, that's not. The easiest part is the seed. When you ask, 
the universe for something. It's so easy to ask. Mm -hmm. You know the hardest part is when that harvest come in. You gotta catch it. You gotta do all that work. In the Bible it says, you know, the harvest is right, but the laborers are few. So it's harvest is everywhere. Mm -hmm. But who's really willing to do the work, yeah. see? Mm. Come on. Come on, come on, come on. I love it. I love it. I love it. You know, it, it, it immediately it reminds me of like this, this assumption that everyone makes. It's like, oh, everyone out here is trying to be uh, an entrepreneur, a business right. owner, uh, an influencer. I have their own personal brand. Like it's often assumed that everyone wants the responsibility of doing that very thing. Mm-hmm. And that's the furthest thing from the truth, because when when push comes to shove, a lot of people are not cut out for that level of responsibility. There's a lot that comes with it. So like when he says that right there, I forget the first part of it, but he says the laborers are few. It's true. It's like, yo, there's a lot of opportunity. There's a lot of opportunity. There's a lot of different things that can be done to really, you know, uh, whether it be. Uh, create an, an opportunity for yourself, connect with someone, do something unique, b- bring impact into the world. There's a lot, but there's not a lot of people who really want to do the work. But I'm, I'm, I'm always just curious as to why do you think that is? Why people don't want to do the work? It's so weird to me because it's like, I, I mean, and I don't know if we're attached, like detached from it because, you know, it, it, our circle is relatively small when it comes to the workspace, but it's like, I, it still su- surprises me. Like, what what's the problem with the work that people, you know, like don't don't really get into it. So, I think because we see the final result, and we don't see the work truly that is behind it. We may see a little bit of it depending on the the business, right? But at the same time, we normally see from zero to millions. Mm-hmm. Cars, houses, all that great stuff. And the individual or the brand that has that, right? Has the, you know, million day uh, sales day. The, you know, millions of followers, millions of views. Like, but they don't necessarily check prior to that. They just see what's there, right? And so it makes it as if if I show up a little bit and I do what I've seen a little bit of. Okay, so if you're saying I need to be an entrepreneur, right? And that means I just start a business, get an LLC, all that great stuff. Okay, I did that. Okay, do a product. I did a product. Why is it not selling? Because they're not breaking down truly, depending on who you follow, who you see, the marketing side, the branding side, the team that you may need, you know, the the extra work, they, the, the different samples that you're going to need, the different versions and everything like that. You're not seeing how a lot of things are going to fail. They're just seeing the success. And so it's hard to, you know, see the... See, want people to become workers or willing to put the hard work in 
when it's not really showcased anymore, especially on social media, because it is a highlight reel. Yeah. So how are you supposed to model some of these, you know, big influencers, big brands, people who are doing eight million a year, three million a year, whatever. Right. And they're like, yeah, this is what I do. And. Okay, here I may go on a rant. Whatever. Okay, so whatever. I'm not I'm not knocking showing the success, right? I'm knocking the people who only harp on the mindset of it and solely focus on you have to change your mindset for it to happen and blah 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 blah. Yes and no. Right. Because if you make this person just think that all they have to do, sorry for that in the background, that was my dog. But um, if you if you only make people think that all they have to do is change their mindset and they're not really ready for their product to necessarily uh, sell really quickly and then make no sales for the next three months. Or, you know, having a malfunction in some of the products and services, but your mind is like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to grind. And you're not showing real life examples. You're only showing how they're supposed to think. But that doesn't necessarily make the work super easy if you're not showing the work. If you're not showing A, B, C, D, E, F, G, right? And I'm not sitting here saying... That has to be all on social media. But if you're trying to really say you could do this too, then show us. Mm. Then show us exactly how. Don't say wake up and have a morning routine. Don't, you know, say, you know, it's with um, it's with the, the mindset of grinding and all that great stuff and that's how you're going to get to the next level okay but there was a way that you made the millions the millions did not come just because you woke up and you knew exactly what to do in the morning you knew that you had to exercise you knew you had to do some self-awareness practices you knew you had to tap in spiritually you knew you had to write the task down and things like that did you tell me how to execute on the task though i have a whole task list did you tell me how to do it did did you even tell me how to prioritize it i just I, i have a i have a struggle with that i have a struggle with it because it's and it's not to anybody in in directly, but there is a problem. There's a huge gap with showing the receipts, but not showing the systems. Hmm. And you have to I, listen. I'm all for mentorship. I'm all for paying for certain situations. I'm all for to get that kind of information. Pay for it. But at the same time, sometimes these virtual 
ways of learning. And, and clearly we've seen some stats where virtual learning for kids is going, is down, is hurting some of them, right? Though it's convenient, sometimes we have to be, have some someone to hold our hand, not necessarily hold our hand, but really show the way. Take us through, yeah. Right. Stop just showing us the million dollar days. Stop just showing us the cars and everything like that. Stop telling us to go to your event. And so we pay for the event and then there's still an extra pay to go here. Mm. It's more of a mindset thing. And though I know mindset is very, very important. It extremely is. It is the first step. It is not the only step. Right. And you're only showing when it comes to the successes is the mindset and the final product. And that's why people struggle and maybe some people quit because all they see is the mindset and the final product. But that's just my opinion. Yeah. What do you think? I don't know. Yeah, no, that's it. That's it. I, th I think uh, it. Maybe you're right. Maybe maybe not enough people are showing an example of what hard work is. Right? It's like they don't have the example for what that looks like, so they don't know how to emulate it. It's strange because you'd like to think that hard work or working hard is one of those things that's common practice. You just mm -hmm. know it based on the effort and energy that you put in. But I'm also a believer that you can't assume, you can't, you can't, you can't punish someone the first time they don't get something right because that's to assume that you taught them correctly mm -hmm. every time. And right. that's and the case, and the honest truth is that's that's just not how it works. We all we all make mistakes. We all have things to improve. So yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I, I that's where my mind immediately went to, and I'm always curious. Like, man, is it not a common thing? But I haven't done it, so I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that uh, it's common after all. I, and this is not like I don't feel that everybody does that, right? But I feel like the masses see the success. What gets the most views, comments, the ones that get highlighted in articles, is the success. And then when broken down, it's the mindset. And I wish that kind of, what's the, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Not visual, but that kind of look, right, would change up because I think we're setting ourselves up for just a microwave mindset and with so many people showing that I got rich in this amount of time, you know, with this particular thing, it made me this, but why don't you break down, show that because that is motivation for some that by all means, like I I used to knock, but now I don't necessarily knock so much, so much because some people do need to see the cars 
and the money and everything like that. That's motivation to see that, yo, this person who I may connect with because of who they are, where they're from, nationality, upbringing, all that great stuff. Like they are similar to me and they're clearly showing me that this is possible, right? They're clearly showing me they can buy uh, these types of cars. They can go private. They can do these things. They can, uh, you know, open, uh, they could go public in, in the stock market. Like these are reachable and obtainable things because the person that I connect with, the brand that I connect with has done it. So I don't knock anymore. I will admit that I used to, but I don't knock anymore that people who do it, I would just hope that there is a balance, that there is tangible steps for those who admire you, those people who look up to you and see the successes that you do show tangible steps eventually. Like as to every five posts you do that, maybe there's two that you show some of the things besides having an amazing morning routine, having a great team, um, and, and a healthy breakfast and a help. Yeah. And a great <laughs> fitness routine. Fit, last time I checked, yeah. fitness is expensive. It is. It costs less to be fat. <laughs> it's true. McDonald's is cheaper than, uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm Some saying my avocado uh, toast compared to Wendy's is a complete difference. Yeah. Yeah. Complete difference. Nice. Granted, I don't eat Wendy's. I don't necessarily eat fast food, but I'm saying I could get a double uh, a double cheeseburger, right? A Junior's cheeseburger, a frosty fries, and a drink for like five dollars. And my avocado toast is ten dollars, and it's two pieces of bread with avocado. Well, avocado. Eat that, son. Eat that. Avocado is so expensive. It's crazy. Love avocado though, but it's I love avocado, right? Yeah. A- adore it, but but anyways, that's not the point. Shout out to everybody on your health journey or non health journey or just accepted yep. you for you. We appreciate you and everything you do. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that we do. Oh my goodness! Anyways, um, regular smegular stuff. Follow us and Nikki and Moose everywhere. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn as well. Shout out to our LinkedIn people. Yummy. And then every Tuesday, right? Every Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, three times prior to us, three times. What's what's eight, seven, six, five, five, five p.m. Because Moose didn't help me with that one. Five (laughs) p.m. I still use my fingers to add and subtract. Yes, I do. 5 p.m. West Coast time. Go check us out. Nikki and Moose live on YouTube every single Tuesday unless we are dying. Unless we are dying. We, we, we try and make it work. Right, right. And once again, shout out to uh, Grind Gear, not for only for the hat, but the, for these mugs. Hold on. 
Yummy. Yummy. <sighs> so refreshing. You're so refreshing. <laughs> so refreshing. Because the cup makes it refreshing. <laughs> I'm telling know. you, water tastes different in the mud. Right, it's crazy. Right. I don't I don't shout know. Shout out what to it CP. Sh- yeah, yeah, shout out to Sierra. We love we love you. Um let's go, because I was about to say something and I realized it's it's gonna Can't be wait. a major week. That's all I'm gonna say. Most final <laughs> words. <laughs> hey man, no, seriously though, I will say this. There are certain things that you have been holding back from, right? Certain things that you've been holding back from doing, certain things that you've been holding back from creating, certain things that you maybe have been holding back from even saying out of fear from what other people's response will be. And I just want to encourage you to go out and do that thing, whatever that thing is. If you're listening to this right now and you're like, oh, shoot. Uh, There is something that I've been holding back on saying, doing, or creating. Uh, I just want to encourage you to go out and do that because oftentimes you think that people's response is going to be all over the place. They're not going to accept you or or, or show you love. And to your surprise, to your surprise, just, just the desire to step out and do it makes people respond in a totally different way, man. People appreciate and respect people who are doing things. People always appreciate and respect people who are doing things. So stop thinking about it. Go out and get it done.